Hi, Potato Smiles. Welcome to the Pokey Sisters podcast. I'm Shannon. And I'm Erin. And this week, to get from potatoes to potato smiles, we did seven days of decluttering, and this is how it went. All right, so how did you start out with your journey to decluttering? I basically looked at the different areas in my house that I wanted to take a stab at, then figured out my first steps. So the first day, since I knew that I had the most motivation that I was probably going to have any of the days, I knew that the reason that certain areas on my shelves and in my one closet were decluttered is because I had projects that weren't Mm -hmm. done. So I first started out by tackling taking all of the cards we had gotten from our wedding a while ago and cutting them into hearts. So that made it into a much smaller pile. And then I tackled for the first decluttering space, our pantry, because we had new pantry bins that we needed to use. And I knew getting those out of the other closet would help in figuring out how much space we had left in there. Mm -hmm. So then I tackled going through the pantry, which didn't need too much decluttering, but is always a good thing to look through and find expired stuff and just reevaluate how you're using it based on how you're eating at the time. And I say that mine was pretty similar to that, where I just originally just assessed the mess, where I was just going around and looking at things that it's like, oh, I'd like these to be cleaner than they were, and just where things were piling up a lot. I started out really basic, too. I was just starting with dishes and everything, and I kind of think that I had to start out that way because I was originally living with you, so moving to my own apartment uh, was very different, kind of doing all those regular chores and stuff. So I was letting things go because that's how I used to live, where I would just let things go for a long time versus where you guys would clean stuff right away. And I was like, okay, I'm going to go back to the other way, and now I'm not so sure. Yeah, the first day, because we were celebrating a birthday the day before, Mm -hmm. our kitchen was a mess. So my first step was getting all of that under control because I like to have an area in whatever space we're working on that's just like a flat surface to pile everything onto. So if I'm doing a closet, I like to have the bed made. If I'm near the kitchen, I like to have the counter clean. And I think that's always a good step is to first feel like your life's under control because otherwise, Mm -hmm. once you start pulling everything out and putting it back in or pulling sections of things out, then it can become a mess. Mm -hmm. So how I kind of tackled the week knowing that we would be decluttering every day is making sure that by the end of the day, whatever project I had tackled was put back into its space, Mm -hmm. even if it wasn't perfect. That way it didn't feel like our apartment was getting completely out of control. Mm -hmm. And did you get into the like really detailed decluttering right away? Or I mean, eventually, because you did say that you started out kind of cleaning basic stuff too. Um, Did you get into the specific stuff, stuff that you don't see, but that it is decluttered pretty soon into the process? Yeah, every day I had just a small space that I focused on. So I did the pantry, which is somewhat sizable pantry and then I did some decluttering at my work desk Mm -hmm. too which was nice and I did some other areas in the kitchen and some closets and a shelf out in the garage and I don't let too many things that I don't use get fully decluttered and decluttering is something that I've done a lot Mm -hmm. in my life and my closet is on my side is pretty much decluttered at this point to what I only wear. So it's not like I had too many things that needed to be donated or anything Mm. like that per se, but 
a lot of the decluttering for me is when I don't take the time to take things out of its packaging mm-hmm. or I haven't used it yet. So it's still just kind of in there. One of the big things mm-hmm. that I did was re-going through tools and little extra pieces in our one Mm -hmm. closet because that's something that just gets out of hand because you just start building stuff and you don't want to throw away the extra pieces so if you need them but then they just become a big mess so things like that the amount of times I had filled up a little grocery plastic bag and taken it to the garbage was very fulfilling, I guess, is yeah. what you would say. Mm-hmm. And a lot of recycling, too. Giant boxes of recycling that were going out where once you just take that out, even if you're not getting rid of any actual items or you're not doing mm-hmm. the stereotypical declutter of finding things, then it's still satisfying to see packaging and garbage get off of shelves and it's also an easy one to tackle especially if you're only going to get 15 minutes of decluttering that day Mm -hmm. or something it's an easy way to go in and out and get it super clean which some of the days since we were decluttering every day you don't feel super motivated Mm -hmm. to do a giant declutter especially if you have a busy day or other things going on that day so it was nice to tackle those smaller projects sometimes yeah that was definitely something that i did where i just decluttered folders at one point because I had a lot of videos on my camera. So to get those off, it made it easier to just not have those on the camera file anymore so I could actually film more video and not be afraid that I was going to run out of space on my disk. So so that was really helpful too. And I get when you're doing decluttering work too, like you're decluttering emails. That was a big thing that I was just kind of bogging me down, I guess, like was thinking, oh, I have all these emails I have to get through. And if I push them off till later... It's just going to become worse by the time I'm re-looking through everything. So I tried to really tackle those, too, while I was taking on the work week. Yeah, and the nature of my job, there's a lot of things that pile up because mm-hmm. they're projects that, for a period of time, you keep around because they might come back up. But mm-hmm. now it's been over years, and oh, even okay. if the person came back for it, they wouldn't remember that you did have something at one point. Mm-hmm. So it just... Sometimes just getting in the mindset of getting rid of those Mm, things helps you get rid of stuff that you don't even have emotional attachments to. Mm -hmm. The last day Jack was decluttering his side of the closet and then I had items that I throw into a bin, which is part of my keeping the decluttering to an easy way where it's if I put something on in the morning and I'm like, oh, this has a stain in it that I can't get out Mm -hmm. or this has something, then I throw it up into this bin in my closet. So because he was doing that, I just went into the bin and basically was like, okay, this has been in here. I haven't missed it. Mm -hmm. I haven't tried to reach for it. I don't want to take the time to sew it or wash it or what have you, which some of the days what I would do is watch videos or podcasts about people decluttering or cleaning to then Mm -hmm. get in the mood to do so myself if I wasn't already there. And one of the things this week that I heard on one of them that resonated slash made sense to me was if you're not sure with an item, think about if you had spilled a bunch of wine on it and it Mm -hmm. was like almost impossible to get back, how hard would you work to fix it? And if it's that you would just let go of it then, then let go of it, which I feel like is a good way to look at it because sometimes there's somewhat emotional attachments to things, but at the end of the day, you never use it. Mm -hmm. Is that one of your best? techniques for decluttering because I always want to declutter my closet but I hold on to so many things thinking that I am going to want this someday and a lot of times it's based on the weather and knowing that I'm going to want warmer clothes during this time so I'll probably wear some more of these that I maybe am not that attached to but in the winter I'm going to really like that I have a variety so like how do you declutter and get over those ideas that oh I'm going to need this in the future 
I think if you're the type of person who has a really hard time with it, one, just doing a little bit at a time, getting rid of the easy things, because then you can kind of, especially with closet stuff, I find that after I do it, I get a lot more use out of the items I really love because Mm -hmm. I'm not sorting through a bunch of things I don't like and then Mm -hmm. I feel a lot better the next week. So just that feeling Mm -hmm. will help you be more brutal with going through things because in reality, we're not struggling in a way where if we wanted to get Mm -hmm. new clothes, we couldn't. And at the same time, by the time an item might be useful, it might be completely out of style Mm -hmm. and no longer useful. Or I don't get to wear this shirt that I currently love that much and I might have something happen to it or I might grow out of it or something. Mm -hmm. So then I don't get the full use out of a shirt I'm loving because Mm -hmm. I'm hanging on to 10 that are like, eh, like I'll wear it if I have to. And when you have less shirts, it just motivates you to do your wash more. Mm -hmm. Like I cycle through the same quality shirts a bunch of times in winter, but they're the ones that I are the most comfortable to me and that I want to wear the most, so I don't mind wearing mm-hmm. them over and over again. And I don't think... I think, too, part of it's probably our culture where it's like, can't get caught wearing the same thing too many times, mm-hmm. but if your clothes aren't super loud, and even if they are, if a shirt's really nice looking, I don't notice what my coworkers mm-hmm. are wearing. That's true. If they wore the same shirt that they wore last Monday, I wouldn't know. Yeah, And even true. if you did you've washed it so if someone has a problem with that that's probably their problem yeah that's true um and that's something i notice every time i declutter is that when i do it i more so use the things that i've forgotten about in the past i'll have a bunch of files be like oh i really want to look at this again in the future and then when i declutter i finally find them and i'm like wow i haven't looked at this in so long if i actually had less stuff that i was constantly looking through i'd use this stuff more The other thing I find is that when I have a lot of extras of things around, Mm -hmm. I feel obligated to mix it up Mm -hmm. and try and use them all. So even in the kitchen cabinet, maybe I use three spatulas and by the time I would use that third spatula, I'd be doing a load of dishes. So I have my favorite silicone spatula, but because I have five other ones, I might just keep kind of hoarding on to not mm. using my favorite one That's but funny. when I just pair it back it's one of the three so then I find that I use my favorites of items more when I declutter okay. which is probably just a weird thing to my personality the other tip or closets getting back to that mm-hmm. that I've heard which if you want a tangible look and if you're using things is hanging the hangers backwards. Okay, yeah, that's what I've been thinking about doing because I've heard you say that before. I have never tried it yet, but I should do that. And especially if you have a lot, I feel like that would help. And then also having the mentality, especially if it's something where you feel like you haven't worn it enough, mm-hmm. so it's not justified to get rid of it. If you're donating it, someone might find that item that's and true. get a whole lot of use out of it and love it. Mm-hmm. My winter coat. I've gotten probably 50 compliments on mm-hmm. in the three years I've worn it that I got from Goodwill. Oh, wow. So yeah, someone might get your item and it might become that item to them. Yeah. And then you're just holding it for yeah. so long. And it's just collecting dust in your closet mm-hmm. and not necessarily Goodwill. I'm just saying that because that's the easiest place for us to donate. Mm-hmm. But you could give business clothes to homeless shelters mm-hmm. or something. Yeah. Yeah. And, or if you have investment pieces, you could do one of those online selling things too mm-hmm. if you have oh, quality that's true. clothes. Yeah. So that it's like you don't feel bad about buying something and ever wearing it. And if it's a financial thing, yeah, then you can get some money off of it that you can then put into something that you will love and wear all the time. Mm-hmm. 
I do have to say that I really liked this process. I liked doing this and making it a focus for a whole week and also just having accountability of taking video of ourselves doing some of this stuff because it got me in the mood to actually start organizing even my fridge and stuff too. And instead of just having things in the bag that I originally got them in, actually having them in a way that's already prepared and ready yeah. to go for when I want to use them versus it being an obstacle to get over. Yeah, I noticed because I like decluttering in general and I've done this more so in the past because I feel like I have an okay handle on it, but mm -hmm. I feel what this in particular, the seven day challenge of doing it did for me is one, it gave the accountability knowing mm -hmm. that we were going to have this checkup at the end of the week which was nice to know somebody's doing it with you, even though we weren't mm -hmm. really checking in during the week. That's true. But having the after the week thing and being like, yes, I genuinely decluttered something for mm -hmm. seven days in a row. And then the second thing is a lot of times decluttering can feel like a giant project. Mm -hmm. Like I'm going to spend all weekend decluttering yes. my closet. So this made it so that you had to kind of if you didn't want your house mm -hmm. to be a mess by the end of the day. You had to tackle it in little sections, yeah. which it adds up over time. Mm -hmm. Because then after you do it, the morning after I cleaned the pantry when I was making breakfast, it just makes you happy because you're like, yeah. I know exactly where everything I own in this pantry is. Mm -hmm. So I don't need to dig it all. I know exactly where everything is. Or the shelf that I cleaned in our garage when I opened up the door that day and looked at it, it was like, oh, this is a clear difference from the day before. And I kind of forgot I did this. And then it just kind of makes you happy. Mm -hmm. So that was nice. When we were cleaning Jack's side of the closet, we had a conversation and he was like, oh, are you satisfied with it? I don't know if I'm doing it right. We didn't get rid of that much. And it kind of was like this experiment because that was the last mm -hmm. day. And it was like, it doesn't matter. Every little time yeah. we do something, if we make a little progress every week, yeah. by the end of the year, we've made a whole lot of progress mm -hmm. on our place. So we had put an entire box of things that day alone yeah. that we were, are going to donate. Yeah. So if you did that once a week, mm -hmm. even if you're not being super brutal with your closet clean out, if you get rid of a box of clothes, mm -hmm. that's going to be crazy good. And if you don't have time or you're afraid of the aftermath of dumping your entire closet mm -hmm. out, then I would probably just pick an item. Mm -hmm. Pick your dresses. You're going to go through your dresses. And if you mm -hmm. have 10 summer dresses you love and 10 that you're kind of iffy about, do you need more than 10 summer dresses? Because mm -hmm. that's another thing I find with clothes. Because I have a bunch of things that I don't love, then it doesn't push me to use the things I do love. Mm -hmm. Like in my closet, I had decluttered a lot of my shorts and summer mm -hmm. tops because at the end of the day, I like wearing dresses in the summer, mm -hmm. but I would never wear them because there were all these other things to fall back on. Mm -hmm. But if I only have the things in my closet that I actually genuinely do love wearing, mm -hmm. then it pushes me to wear them more. Yeah. So I think there's multiple benefits to decluttering. Yeah. A big one just being kind of the headspace. Yeah, I know. It was definitely a lot of headspace stuff for me because I didn't get into as much detail as you did with it. I thought for sure at the beginning of the week, I was like, I'm going to get through all these things. And it more so became about I'm going to do laundry. I'm going to do the dishes and all those things that I was letting build up. Also the emails and I think at halfway through the week, I was kind of like, what's going on? Why is it taking me so long to do everything? And I think it was just this overall feeling cluttered in the first place, my mindset being so cluttered. And I was just kind of taking a list of the things that is like, why am I being this way? Why am I being so cluttered with everything I'm doing? And I think it was avoidance a lot. It's like, if I just put the dishes over here, that's fine. They're all just going to pile up and I'll eventually get to them. But 
in a way, by leaving stuff and letting it get built up, I'm making more of a mess for myself. And I know you brought this up in the past, how people say that you can save so much time by doing the dishes as you go. How much that saves time versus at the very end when you have to sort through everything and it becomes this big mess. Even the mindset of I'm afraid to handle that because that's so much versus, oh, I just have to I just have to clean a few things. Yeah. And I feel like the benefit of doing these seven week challenges that we're Mm -hmm. probably going to find with every single challenge. Yeah. Is it's those little things and how much those little things can add up? Because I feel like especially when you're not in a good headspace. It kind of compounds on itself. You don't feel like doing the mm-hmm. dishes. The dishes start to get bad. You start feeling worse because you're yeah. living in a bunch of dishes. And there's a podcaster that I listen to, and I can't think of her name right now, but her whole podcast is basically that she's not a naturally organized person. Yeah. So she's her thing is that it's this is how to declutter Mm -hmm. for somebody who's not naturally that way. Yeah. Like the Marie Kondo way of decluttering works for people who are genuinely that personality. But Mm -hmm. your average person, say Shannon, Mm -hmm. might take her entire closet out. And then for 10 days, her closet is sprawled around her room because she never finished that massive clean out. Mm -hmm. So for hers, it's more of this type of decluttering that we're talking about Mm -hmm. where you can tackle it in a day. Yeah. My pantry. I would have been really flustered if my pantry was still a mess by the end of the day. So I maybe didn't declutter it to perfection, Mm -hmm. but it's decluttered and back to where I can continue to live my life, which is how I tackled a lot of the spaces. And I feel a way that a lot of people could find better luck with decluttering without it feeling overwhelming. Yeah, because that is a lot to take on at one time if you're just doing everything. I thought at the beginning of the week, too, that I was maybe going to buy some tools or something like that to make it easier for me to organize things. Mm -hmm. I thought that was going to happen. It didn't end up happening because I learned that I just needed to have processes in place. I needed to have you do the dishes every day after you've dirty them. That needed to be going on. I needed to put the dishes in the dishwasher after I used them. I didn't need to leave them out and do them when I was ready to do the dishes. I needed to just take things on right away versus letting them build up and letting them cluster my mind, letting my mind be cluttered. Yeah, and that's which we can maybe, once I come up with the name, put her podcast in the show notes. Yeah. Um, But the girl that I'm talking about, that's the whole dishes math that she talks about, Mm. where if you do the dishes every day, it'll take you 15 minutes a day, but then two days of dishes will take you 45 minutes. Because you as a single person, it's going to be different, but if you have, like when us three live together, Mm -hmm. we almost did a load of laundry, or a load of dishes every night. Sometimes not if we maybe did takeout or something. Mm -hmm. But if you're cooking, you could pretty much as a family would make a dishwasher worth. Mm -hmm. And then if you have to do three dishwashers worth because you put it off all week, Mm -hmm. then all of a sudden you either have to hand dry or you have to wait for them to dry. And by the time those dry, you have more dishes, Mm -hmm. which I feel that anytime the dishwasher gets overloaded, like if we were to have people over or something, that's when you feel that where Mm -hmm. you're like, oh, it's more than a dishwasher worth. So now my life's that much harder. Mm -hmm. I also find if you can run the dishwasher and open it and let it dry before you wake up the next morning, that's Mm -hmm. one of the good feelings. And yeah, with the whole wanting to buy more things Mm -hmm. is another thing that she talks about because her method is container method. So it's like, this is my place where I store this. Mm -hmm. And if I get another one of these, 
I then have to get rid of something to make space for that because that's what I can handle. And it's basically just slowly going through life and figuring out how big of containers you can handle. Because some people can handle a lot more clutter than other people and other people that would drive them nuts or they can't keep it under control. Yeah. Which is somewhat what I do in my closet too. I have nice hangers that I really like, but if I start to run out of them, then I know that I've probably been taking in more than I've been getting rid of. And odds are I'm not wearing everything if that's starting to happen. Mm -hmm. So little things like that can help too with the upkeep of it. But I think the thing that, yeah, was probably the most different this week from any other week for me was just the little steps lesson where it's be a little motivated every day instead of super motivated one day. Okay. Because having that requirement to do a little bit each day Mm -hmm. really helped. Yeah. And I think if I took five, ten minutes each day to just literally look at my place and be like, if I ran around for ten minutes Mm -hmm. and cleaned up as much as I could, I'm sure if I consistently did that, Mm -hmm. my house would look so much better in a month. Yeah. Because some days it looks pretty decent, so you would be getting those little nagging things. Yeah. Which is a lot of what I tackled this week. Yeah. Was those nagging things where it's, Mm -hmm. uh, it's not the worst but like i do notice it being yeah. something i should take care of yeah and did you find it all because yesterday i was kind of feeling it where i was kind of enjoying the chore whereas normally i would be dreading it i was more so enjoying the process which was weird for me because that normally doesn't happen <laughs> I think the other thing this week that probably made that more so than when I typically declutter, Mm -hmm. because to a degree I like decluttering, Mm -hmm. but I never take the time to videotape it Mm -hmm. or take pictures of it. And I've heard that as a tip too, like take pictures of your space, which I did the first day on our Instagram too. I took a picture of the messy kitchen and then I cleaned it and I took a picture Mm -hmm. from the same spot and did one of those swipe things. And that's just so satisfying. Yeah. Or even I did some time lapses where I time lapsed myself while I was cleaning and then you can look at it back and see in a short span of time how much progress yeah and even if it felt like you weren't doing much Mm -hmm. there's a lot of satisfaction in seeing that it was quite a bit yeah and i think maybe that's part of it too is that you feel like you're doing something with a purpose i don't know why beforehand i viewed it so much as i'm doing this thing i should be doing other things but I'm, I have to clean. That's what I have to do. And it's not really me actually accomplishing anything, but it really is an accomplishment. This is going to make my life easier. Why until now had I not viewed this as this is a great thing. You made an, you've made done an accomplishment. And it's definitely something that after you've done it, probably any personality type, maybe there's personality types that it genuinely doesn't bother them at all. Yeah. But I do know when I feel like my space is a little bit more under control. Yeah. I always just feel more calm. Yeah. And like my life's a little bit more under control. Yeah. No matter what. Yeah. And it doesn't have to be super dramatic yeah. either. Because I didn't do much in my pantry. I yeah. switched up a couple shelves. I switched up a couple of containers things were in. Mm-hmm. But just knowing what's in there yeah. gave me a much bigger sense of a handle on things, yeah. I guess. And I know that it's totally understandable that at times you're not going to be able to do a lot and that you can't always be super clean, but it's just those little things. Mm-hmm. How much of a difference they make is amazing. Yeah. Okay. So on a scale of one to 10, how likely would you be to do this one again? I'm going to go with a 10 because it just really changed my mindset about a lot of things. And I didn't expect that. I expected it to just be like it felt better. But I think I'm going to use a lot of these things going forward again. 
I'd probably say a 10 too, because I didn't see any downsides to this week. I thought this was an easy focus Mm -hmm. that after seven days, a little bit of work each day made a big enough difference. Yeah. And I mean, it even in my circumstance, I feel like Jack saw what I was doing. And then on the last day we worked on his side of the closet, which is something that we've been meaning to do for a long time. So clearly the people around you probably are feeling the effects of it as well. Which, because he's probably enjoying some of the things that are more organized. Like maybe mm-hmm. he's going in the pantry, he can see more things, and it's like, oh, this is nice having things in order. So yeah, definitely ten out of ten mm-hmm. experience for me. I'd yeah. do it again. I think it's definitely something worth doing. If you guys end up taking the seven day challenge, yeah. keep each other accountable in the comments. Yeah, we'd love to hear what you have to say about it too. What did you learn? Was it a different experience than ours, or did you even did you even hate it too? Mm-hmm. Was this really hard for you? We want to hear anything you have to say. So we definitely feel like we turned from lumpy raw potatoes to potato smiles with this challenge. Mm-hmm. Thank you if you listened this long and join us next time where we both tackle a different dance workout for seven days straight. I'm going to do Kyra Pro every day and Shannon. I'm going to try to do EMK Fit every day. So we'll check back in and let you know how that goes. We'll talk to you next week about striving for our potato potential. See you then. Bye, everyone.